Gary Hoffman, Shannon Farron, Gary and Shannon. Crowd already. The early risers are here. <laughs> How many? Uh, anybody passed their first beer yet? Yes, already one person has passed their first beer. Uh, we are live today at J.T. Schmidt's in Tustin at the District at Tustin Legacy. We'd love it if you come on out. There's plenty of seats available. Uh, the, the kitchen's already open. So is the bar, which is probably the more important part. So come on out and absolutely have a great time with us. We're kicking off OC Restaurant Week. We'll talk a whole lot about that through the course of the show today. You sound a little sleepy this morning. I've been in traffic for two hours and 45 minutes. Got it. So I was, uh, was coffee-deprived there for a little while, so Ooh, i got to yeah. catch back up to, uh, to myself. Well, look at this. We have a new addition to the Gas family. Oh, that is very nice. We have a new unicorn. Have you named it yet? No. Is- We're going to name it today, though. We're going to name this sparkly unicorn. <laughs> what? Shadow fart, I think is what I heard. Shadow what? Shadow fact. Okay. Right. No. 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 No one's a Lord of the Rings fan here. <laughs> no one likes those movies. I uh, enjoy The kid I, has big I enjoy feet. enjoy those and, movies. Did you really? Oh, yeah. You know, I you, wanted, That strikes me as complete lie. Well, it's not. Uh, I did have the goal to watch all of them back to back to back oh, one day and just me. spend nine hours in front of the television. <laughs> and we started we started into the first movie and got, you know, an hour and a half in. And I said, you know what? I don't think I can do it. No. I don't think I can do the long There's haul. There's a lot of walking and talking and then they fight and then they walk and then they talk and then they fight and somebody dies. Uh, and didn't there was a dragon at the end? There's always yeah. a dragon at yeah. the end, right? There's always some big uh, boss that they've got to beat. Anyway. We uh, even have a baby here. Well, Look at there's a baby yeah. in the back. Apologies now. We're just a blanket apology for whatever that child is about to hear for the next uh, little while. So um, we have a lot going on today. It's still going to be the regular show. We've got a bunch of stuff coming up that we're going to get to. Uh, Mark Saltzman's going to join us in the 1 o'clock hour. We're going to do our regular Tech Talk stuff, including why it is that you should cover the little tiny, uh, the little tiny camera that's on top of your, web, uh, your little laptop there because everybody's watching you at all times. The president had that big meeting with lawmakers around the table in the White House, and they talked about gun control. So we'll talk about that a little bit later because he has pissed off a lot of Republicans and made Democrats very eager. Yeah, uh, and what's with the newfound friendship with Dianne Feinstein? The very strange little picture of the two yes. of them together. Side by side, they smiling at each other. Seemed very giddy. What the um, hell? Also, a couple of different stores now have come out and said, along with Dix, that they're going to raise the age for any gun purchases to 21 that could prompt some lawsuits we'll talk about that kroger is one of them and it's not because kroger it's not because you can go to a kroger's and buy a gun that there was uh, i think they also own fred meyer stores and, and in different parts of the country you can go to fred meyer and buy weapons and congratulations to california which now has the worst quality of life in america ever Ever, that's according a great, to a new survey. That's a great story because I went through that and found I agreed with a lot of it. Doesn't yes. convince me that it's the yes. worst quality of life, but I agree with a lot of that story. And, of course, the big story about the storm that's coming in. 
Uh, I think at about 2 o'clock is the last I saw that uh, Santa Barbara and the Montecito area is expected to start getting some rain from what will be this next big storm, and then we'll see it all night. And tomorrow morning's commute, tomorrow in the uh, through lunchtime or so, we should see significant rain throughout Southern California. So we'll talk all about that coming up. But be, we begin with Satan 2. Have you heard about Satan 2 yet? This is Putin's new cruise missile. He says in his annual State of the Nation speech in Moscow that this cruise missile is capable of penetrating any missile defense system and can reach virtually any target around the world. Yeah, he described it as having hypersonic speed and that it is invincible as a result of that, and it's unlimited in terms of its range. The adjectives sound very Kim Jong-un-ish, right? Invincible. Defense is completely useless. There's no other missile like it. It's the best missile ever. That also sounds very Donald Trump-like, doesn't it? True. The best ever. Um, uh, Putin said... Russia still has greatest nuclear potential in the world, but nobody listened to us. Listen now. Um, it's correct in that the latest count I did, we, the United States, have 6,800 nuclear warheads, and Russia has about 7,000. So they're beating us in terms of the sheer number, but for a long time we have outspent them when it comes to nuclear technology by a factor of about 10 According to, uh, I think it's the Stockholm International Peace Research Institute. I just got their postcard yesterday. Well, he made mention of us in his annual State of the Nation speech when he's talking about the new nuclear uh, exciting military powder. He said that this is basically a response. We're creating state-of-the-art symptoms for Russia's strategic weapons in response to the unilateral U.S. withdrawal from the ABM Treaty. That was George W.'s decision to withdraw from that 72 anti-ballistic missile treaty and uh, deploy missile defenses. Still pissed off about that. We, we like to hold long grudges. But this is, this, is a, um, this is something I don't think you'll see an American president ever do, come out and talk about what sort of weapons we have, I was just how gonna... high technology it is. Because he went on, he, he didn't just talk about this missile, you know, this uh, super fast hypersonic missile. He referred to uh, a new underwater vehicle that's capable of moving at great speeds. Most people call those submarines. Uh, a weapon and, capable of flying like a meteorite? Yeah. D- nobody, nobody says those types of things. Nobody I don't know why it is details. he felt like he needed to do this. Uh, but he also referred to uh, the ability to wipe out an area of the United States as large as the state of Texas. So I don't know why he – well – I should say I know exactly why he chose specifically Texas, but uh, I don't know if anybody feels like they are actually threatened by what he has said. He chose Texas because of George W.? Yeah, Texas, I think for people outside of the United States, Texas is the United States. That's how they picture us. They don't picture us as people from Idaho. They don't picture us as people from even, uh, I don't know, Georgia. It's always Texas. They see us all as cowboys. They see us all with a six-shooter on our hip, and that's it's just the way it goes. I can hear an echo. Bert, can you? Um, so the, the stories of Russia boasting about the nuclear missiles, this is going to be a headline for the next, say, six or eight hours, but it's going to go away. Is it going to go away like the echo is going to go away? Probably not. If you haven't met uh, Bert here, Bert, our engineer on site, Bert has a squirrel. And the squirrel's name is Velcro. Yeah. 
he raised Velcro from from a baby to a grown squirrel. Should I show him the picture of the squirrel that ended up in my backyard? No. Oh. Absolutely not. Okay, I won't. All right. I just am. The echo is gone. The echo is gone. All we needed was that one Velcro story. Have you heard what's going on with Stan Lee? Oh, how many Marvel fans right here? Do we have Marvel fans? Yeah, just a f- it's okay to raise your hand. No one's going to judge you if you're yeah. a Marvel fan. Yeah. We'll judge you if you're a Lord of the Rings fan. That's, but Marvel is totally acceptable. So Stan Lee, the creator of just about all of the Marvel universe, is, uh, has been allegedly been victimized by the people that work with him and for him. Listen to the headline on this. Stan Lee fires manager and his nurse who gave him naked showers. Time out. Yes. Aren't most showers naked? Yeah, but it sounds better when you say naked showers. Okay. You know? <laughs> All right. Go on. Naked showers. You know, it didn't even occur to me when I saw the headline. I just thought, oh, naked showers. Well, no way. I, Stan Lee and naked showers. How, Stan Lee is eight. How old is Stan Very Lee? old. 95. 95? He's not 95. Well, I know he's got pneumonia, but I think everybody who's 95 has pneumonia. Apparently, there's a plot to estrange him from his daughter and sole heir by these nurses that are giving him the naked showers. Because if you want a man to do something, you give him a naked shower. That's what the nurse has figured out. Even though he was going to take a naked shower. Max Anderson has been Stan Lee's long-term bodyguard. And Max Anderson has been fired along with the nurse, Linda Sanchez. Linda Sanchez was already under investigation by Adult Protective Services. And she has admitted to giving Stan Lee naked showers. (laughs) Naked showers. It was a very dramatic movie movie trailer style shower. I was trying to be like Keith Morrison. Okay. The two, the bodyguard and the nurse, are alleged to be involved in this plot that is to separate Stan Lee from his daughter, J.C. Lee. She, by the way, the reason that they want to get in in between there, she is his only surviving heir. And Stan Lee is worth... More money than God. $400 trillion. And when he goes, when, when, uh, when whatever God of the Marvel Universe calls him back... All of that money is going to go to J.C. Lee. Cops are also looking into Stan Lee's accounts because there are 1.4 million missing dollars. Yeah, we talked about this the other day. The LAPD has opened this investigation into seeing where this money went. This 1.4 million, I think, on top of another eight hundred thousand dollars that was uh, that was taken out of his bank account. So they have banned Anderson from his home, the bodyguard. They banned Max Anderson from his home. They also said that Linda Sanchez. Naked showers. Naked showers. That Linda Sanchez is already under investigation from Adult Protective Services because she admitted to giving Mr. Lee the naked showers, although I would have made the argument in front of Adult Protective Services, all showers are naked. Well, I got to where the naked showers are a problem. Okay. And it's, I don't know if, if I can say this on the radio here. Yeah. Uh, massages yeah, with that's fine. that kind of ending. Happy? In the naked showers. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so now that's I elder see abuse. That's elder abuse. That's probably a matter of opinion for a lot of people. It, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, the evidence in this case shows that Stan Lee did not ask for said massages with said endings in naked showers. Said endings. Ninety five. Ninety five. And that's what's going on in this guy's a round shower. Of applause for Stan Lee having those naked showers at ninety five. 
You know what I mean? That's a good life. I, I do not know. Uh, they they talked about how Stanley's daughter was upset and uh, crying and felt very scared of this bodyguard, Max Anderson, and was asking for help. Uh, one of the uh, filmmaker, an old partner of Stanley's, as a matter of fact. And that's how the original police, uh, the original call went into the police was his family said, these people that are working for dad, they're taking advantage of him. It's so sad that this happens pretty regularly. And you don't hear about it often because it's not the Stan Lees of the world. But there are people that, that wedge themselves into others' li- end-of-life yeah. type of situations. And not even for the millions or billions even potentially that Stan Lee is worth. They do it for a couple hundred thousand. They do it for tens of thousands. They do it for a few thousand dollars just to take it from the old people because they figure they're an easy target. They do it for even less than that, stealing things around the home. Now, there are so many people who are angels when it comes to... Um, care you know for for people who are uh you know in the in the in the golden time of their life what was twilight what would you say the autumn the autumn the i think it's more winter you're okay. like you're, you're in the autumn of your life thank you you're i really welcome. appreciate you pushing me closer to my deathbed <laughs> i am in the autumn of my days already late summer early fall wow September up in here. Um, they're saying that, uh, that by the way, this, this nurse, if you finger quotes, nurse, uh, Linda Sanchez, did not wear nurse's scrubs and never did. I mean, there are plenty. What did she wear? Well, good thing. For, thank you for asking. Uh, Lululemon from top to bottom. She wore, they said she wore tight fitting, revealing outfits and a lot of makeup, which Stan Lee really liked. Uh, Stan and Linda could be heard giggling in his locked bedroom. She would help him. What's wrong with this? Wash in the shower, and it made others in the house uncomfortable. That's that's not their business. You know, if Stan We're, Lee wants to have a, a nurse prance around in tight clothing and give him the naked showers, then isn't that his right? I suppose. But if it's part of a plot to take his money, then then there's. Yeah, you can't um, do that. Well, my uneasiness comes with Linda's relationship to the bodyguard, Max Anderson. Right. Because Max would go with Stan Lee to a bunch of Comic-Con events every year. Uh, Fifteen events a year, Max Anderson would go. And now they're looking into how much did Max Anderson have his hands in Stan Lee's business affairs when it came to those events. <laughs> the hands in the naked shower. Well, there's hands right. in the naked shower, right. and then there's hands in the business, Comic-Con events. Hands are all over Stan Lee's stuff. Now, Linda Sanchez said she denies any relationship that was, that was out of bounds. She said there was never any sexual relationship. It had never crossed the line. Uh, I respect him. He respects me as well, and everyone else who has worked there. Now, she's conceded that she does do the scrubbings when it comes to the showers but he's 95 and she says she does it simply for hygiene reasons but that there would never be any inappropriate contact i find that i i don't know if that's refreshing or that's a bald-faced lie because you if you're going to wash everything by definition isn't there inappropriate contact if you're stanley haven't you earned having a hot young nurse in the in the autumn or winter of your life, shouldn't he have that 
at this point. So it's okay for him to hire prostitutes. I don't have a problem with the prostitutes right. or the naked showers. But but this guy, uh, the, the bodyguard seems to be where the problem is. And then the Daily Mail took the bodyguard's history and tried to rip it apart. Uh talking about how he has a reputation for violence, intimidating behavior, a serious criminal past. Isn't that how bodyguards go? Isn't that kind of the way that they work? Yeah. I mean, I've... Dana here. <laughs> Dana, Dana may have some, you know, skeletons in his closet. Right. And it would make us feel better for having a bodyguard that has a little bit of a criminal a re- past. A reputation? Yeah. Some skeletons in the closet? Yeah. Roughing a couple people up. Okay. But I don't know if that's on the business card, but I guess. So I don't have a problem with that, but it looks like the bodyguard was getting a little too close to Stan when it came to his business holdings. And then was trying to use the nurse as a way to uh, to ingratiate himself, perhaps, to Stan Lee. Um, the, The argument, though, about whether she was going too far with him, I think, is one of those that you're going to have a hard time proving. Stan Lee's never going to come out and say, yeah, you know, uh, naked showers are a thing with us. And and I didn't like but it. But I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, he's still a dude. I don't care if he's 95 and suffering from pneumonia. Oh, after, there was a... What kind of nurse do you want to have? <laughs> somebody with soft hands. Uh, Linda Sanchez started working for Stan Lee while an employee of a previous agency... The agency had received complaints about Stan Lee, though, for a long time because apparently he liked to be the one with the soft hands. That what? he was all oh, he gropey. Was grabby. And he was pinching and tugging and, and tickling and flicking and stuff like that when he shouldn't have been. So when she comes to him through the agency originally, uh, the agency was going to pull out and say, We're, We can't give you any more nurses. We have too many complaints about you. And Linda stays on. She says, well, I'll break it off with the agency and I'll stay your personal nurse because I like you and I like the uh, showers, I suppose. So anyway, that's the whole thing that's going on with with Stanley. trying to figure out how much he's worth. I mean, if he if they stole one point four million from him, is that like stealing five bucks from us? Man, I would imagine that for now, uh, after the success of all of the Marvel movies, that he's got to be worth you say his net worth is fifty Spot. million. Oh no, no, no! It's got to be higher than that. He's he, well. He gets a one million annual summary from Marvel, but it looks like he's not as wealthy as one would believe. That seems really, really low. I would have said like four or five hundred million because of the uh, success of all of the movies. But anyway, we are live today at JT Schmidt's in Tustin at the District at Tustin Legacies. And uh, just to kind of lay things out for you, we have uh, a bunch of stuff that's uh, that's coming up. I see a couple people have already gotten some food and some beer. They have a seasonal beer that they're promoting here at JT Schmidt's called the Schmid Hammer. Tell me more. Well, if you sign up for the E Club, you can get a pint and try out the Schmid Hammer all by yourself for three bucks. For three bucks, all you got to do is sign oh, up. You can't beat that. For their E Club, go to jtschmidsrestaurants.com. Uh, click on the Join Our E Club. We're out here today because we're going to help kick off OC Restaurant Week, which technically starts in a couple of days. But we're going to be talking with the president of the OC Restaurant Association about what's been going on and what will go on for OC Restaurant Week uh, from March 4th through the 10th. 
It's one week only, but restaurants throughout Orange County are celebrating with different food it's, specials, it's so cocktail much fun. specials. I've been a fan of Restaurant Week since it began up in, I think, Los Angeles first and then came to Orange County. But restaurants that have been written up that you've seen that you never thought that you would go to or that they're pricey. This is a set menu, and it's affordable, and you can pop in at lunch and try three different things, and it's a lot of fun. It's, a, it's an adventure. Did you, by the it's way, a good date night. did you pass the hangers coming in? Yes. At the old uh, Tustin, uh, what was it, Tustin Naval Air Station or Marine Corps Station Tustin or whatever it uh-huh. was? Though, do you remember those from Moffett Field up in the San yes. Francisco Bay Area? Yes. The giant, hu- I mean, ridiculously large hangers for dirigibles and other blimpy things. And aliens. Made of wood. Did you know those are made of wood? I did not know that. Well, there you go. Look at you with, your, with your hanger knowledge. We had to look it up. Blake, and uh, oh. by the way, everybody, this is Blake. Everybody say hello to Blake. Blake is usually in uh, in the uh, studio next to us running all of the boards on the ones and the twos. Producer Oscar over here. Did you hear? Producer Nick and right our, here. Our new friend, Producer Nick, is here as well. Used to be on the John and Ken show. Yeah. Should we uh, Should we break it to him? About you know the changes. There will be changes. Yeah, we can we can tease it and then talk about it later. All right. There will be changes for the Gary and Shannon show coming up. Yeah, we want well, to e- don't be ease sad. you into it. But we, you're going to have to stick around. We'll talk about it a little bit later about how the show itself is going to change. Uh, we also have some stickers up here that have the Gary and Shannon logo on them. They're only four dollars a piece. Uh, no, which is... no, 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 no. They're not. We're not charging. Uh, we what? have uh, we have placed these stickers all around KFI, like in John and Ken's office and in Bill Handel's office, in secret places. It's it's what we do for fun. Yeah, uh, and it makes people very angry. Yes, and the extremely. worst, the most amazing part is nobody knows where they come from. Who keeps putting these damn stickers everywhere? Uh, they say Gary and Shannon on them. Uh, and people still can't figure out what it is that's going on. When we come back, we're going to be giving you just a, a quick Internet purchase uh, warning. Everybody likes to buy a bunch of stuff, and it seems like everybody's got their own stories about uh, the weirdest thing that they've ever purchased on the Internet or something that Amazon screwed up when they delivered and sent it to their house anyway. Uh, there is one thing you should not buy on the Internet. Yeah, there are many are, things, pe- but we're going to narrow it down to one people specific thing. People are just getting fleeced when they try to buy these things on the Internet. And it's a PSA that we do on yeah. this show from time to time. One of, one of our PSAs has been don't take out your junk at work. Yes. Uh, that seems to be a recurring theme that we have to get into for some reason all the time. Mm. But this is another one. I think this is going to go on our list of things not to buy off the Internet. Yeah, it's a, it's a way of giving back. All right. J.T. Schmidt's in Tustin. Come on out and say hi. We'll gladly be here until 2 o'clock uh, and have some lunch here just a bit. And I think the bigger, badder, asser burger is coming in a little bit later in the show as well. Gary's going to eat all six not, pounds of it in 20 happen. minutes. Not going to happen. Naked showers. <laughs> Gary and Shannon. And we'll continue. Uh, we are live again. JT Schmidt's in Tustin. My, my, my. Stimulating talk. We are live today. It is our first gas news and brews of the year at JT Schmidt's here in Tustin, right on Park Avenue. There is plenty of parking. There's plenty of fun already here. We've got a huge crowd. People are already drinking. There's no reason why you can't leave work and come hang out. Uh, I don't know of any reason why. You're right. Yeah. I uh, can- 
Somebody's already into that dumb blonde ale. They also have uh, J.T. Schmidt's own Hef, the 714 IPA, Emil's Amber Imperial Stout, and their seasonal beer right now is the Schmid Hammer that you can get for 3 bucks for a pint if you sign up for their e-club. Uh, this, is a, uh, this is a great opportunity for you to come on out and day drink, in all honesty. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, food is great. Food is fine. and uh, I mean, that's great, but... It's a Thursday, so when's the last time, right? Jerry's having a beer. He looks happy. We've got uh, Michael and Coda here. They're having, uh, what is that, a vodka Red Bull maybe or something? Scotch on, oh, on rocks. That's even better. That's a wow. strong game. It's not even lunchtime That yet. is a strong game at 1035, you my friend. You remind me of my grandfather. That's great. Uh, there's a bunch that's coming up. We're going to talk a little bit later about the president's meeting with lawmakers yesterday when it comes to, uh, to gun control legislation. Some interesting things that the president said. Unexpected things the president said. Uh, also, the big storm that's rolling in uh, through Santa Barbara, Montecito is where everybody's watching because of the mudslides, obviously, back in January. And it looks like it's going to start raining in that area probably about 2 o'clock this afternoon before it sweeps through the rest of Southern California. So Chris Ancarlo is actually out there. Yeah, he's living in his car. Uh, living like a homeless person somewhere in Santa Barbara he just to be there. He enjoys it, case. though. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, he's got a baby at home. Ah, so, so he's away. We, we send him on these assignments to live in his car. He actually enjoys it. Vacation. Mm-hmm. Got it. Well, we do something on this show, a gas PSA, uh, if, if, if you will. All right. Public service announcement here. Who doesn't want a pet? Everyone likes a pet. Pets give us so much happiness. You have a dog. I have a dog and I love him. Mm -hmm. Well, a man in Michigan is trying to warn everybody after his search for his own pet. Now, he didn't want a Fergie. He didn't want. Nobody calls him that. Fergus. Fergus. He did not want a Fergus. Well, dogs can be loud. Dogs can be l- really loud. I'm not sure that's what he was worried about when you get, when I get to oh. his pet of choice. Well, my dog is autistic, so he's not he doesn't make a lot of eye contact, and he's not a huge physical like he's not going to jump up onto your lap. And, yeah, I mean he's a good companion, but he's not like overly. Do emotional. you give him meds for that? Or? No, no, no. Oh, that's crazy. good. You just do like talking therapy and yeah, yeah. just normal stuff. Well. He didn't want a Fergus, and he did not want a feline. Nobody wants cats. This is the quote. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, cat people in here? Okay, good. <laughs> this is the You're an everything person. You, have, you raised a squirrel. <laughs> you guys squirrel. didn't see Bert over here raise his hand. Bert raises his hands that he's a cat person. You, are, you can't have a squirrel can, and a cat. You can't raise a squirrel and then raise your hand and say you're a cat person. And a dog person. Okay. okay. Uh. This guy in Michigan, this is the quote from him. I needed a monkey. I needed to be different. So he sets out on this quest to find a monkey. Of course, you can't just go to the Humane Society when you're looking for a monkey, right? So he goes where everyone goes when they want to make bad decisions. He goes online. Don Abrego is his, is his name. Capuchin? Is yes. Is that how I say it? That's he, how we he, say he it. He wanted a capuchin monkey. And he found one three weeks ago, and the location of the capuchin monkey was in Hawaii. I've been to Hawaii a couple times. Ever seen a capuchin monkey? Not one time have I seen a capuchin monkey. Ever. Is uh, there a zoo in Honolulu? I would imagine there's you, a zoo. When I, you go to Costa Rica, you're going to see a lot of monkeys. I would, that, that'll be fine. Yeah. But that's where I would expect don't, to find monkeys. Don't feed them. No, I've already learned that. Blake's, Blake, they stole his... Gummy worms or something like that. Well, this was not a wild monkey of Hawaii. This was a monkey that was kept indoors. And so he locates the monkey, his dream pet, 
and they ask for the payment. It, it, the first payment's $400. So he makes his first $400 payment and then the problems begin. The owner of the dream monkey starts requesting more money, claims it's for flight cancellations, ah. vaccination costs. No, what I love is that they wanted payment in the form of Amazon gift cards. Which is that's always a red flag. Warning sign. Should be clear that's a warning sign. This guy says he gave them about 20 Amazon gift cards ranging anywhere from 100 bucks up to 500 bucks. Even the people at the CVS where he bought the gift cards from tried to have a come to Jesus meeting with them. And you know, They're like, Don, you this know, isn't normal. If you go into a CVS and the person behind that counter is talking sense into your life, you've made a lot of bad decisions at that point. I actually, you know, at my Walgreens, they are very very on top of things. Okay. I would take life advice from the woman who works behind the register at Walgreens. Really? Yeah. Because that same woman is going to sell you a fifth of Jack and a carton of Winston 100s. And the problem? Well, you're right. It's... So okay. anyway, he keeps sending all of these gift cards. And he he's out thousands of dollars at this point. 4500 to $5,000. Still no sign of the dream monkey. What I love is... This guy is still holding out hope that there is a capuchin monkey on the other end of this deal. He still thinks there's a He's, monkey, guys. He still believes. Uh, there's no monkey. The Better Business Bureau actually has somebody who deals with this sort of thing. And the Better Business Bureau guy says what we found, and even on a national level, is about 80% of the sponsored ads online could be fraudulent. 80% of sponsored ads. And he says, make sure you see the pet in person. Mm. before you buy it on the internet. So if you're in Minnesota and you're looking for a capuchin monkey, wait until you can see one in person before you buy it. I bet that people are taken for thousands of dollars all the time in their quest for their exotic pets. Because that really is something that you think you would have to shop online for. I just The idea of a capuchin monkey is not a great idea. I mean, you when you look at the picture, they they of course uh, include a little picture of a capuchin Aww. monkey. What do you mean that's not a good little, idea? Do you know how loud those things are? No. Uh, there was a pet store in my town. I grew up in Petaluma, and there was a pet store downtown, and they had a capuchin monkey as a pet. It wasn't for sale, but they kept it in a cage that was up, way up off the ground, way up towards the ceiling, a really high room that this pet store was in. And you would walk in, and the little bell would ring as you walked in the door, yeah. and the monkey would start screeching. Mm -hmm. I hated Maybe that was just his personality. Oh, I hated, hated that pet store because it sounded like that thing was in pain. Mm. And it would screech and scream the entire time you were walking around buying dog food. Bert, you ever have a monkey? A friend of his friend did. A friend of his did, of okay. course. Was his... Crapped everywhere, Bert says. You know why? Because monkeys don't know how to use the bathroom. That's why they go everywhere. Nobody mm -hmm. taught the monkey how to go to the bathroom. <laughs> All right. Uh, this show's already off the rails. Say me about it. All right. Uh, speaking of animals, though, we have a great, we have a great <laughs> animal story. It's an update on Puskas. You guys remember oh, the, the Santa Ana canine officer who took that guy down in a chase? Yeah. Um, if you listened to Conway's show last night. Or even he, John and Ken. John was almost crying over this dog. 
He well, because he's afraid the dog's never going to be able to eat hamburger again, which is not true. The dog will be fine. Uh, but Conway did an interview with the with Puskas's handler last night, and he had a great update on how Puskas is doing. So we'll bring you wait that. A minute, wait, just, wait, 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 wait. Conway had Puskas's handler, but we didn't. Oscar didn't. Oscar didn't get that. Oscar. Let me add that to the list. Yeah, add that to the Oscars fired list. Okay, Oscar. All right, we'll tell you the update when we Puskas. come back. Gary and Shannon will continue live today at J.T. Schmidt's Restaurant and Brewery in Tustin. Come on out and say hi. An all-ages event is what we're calling yeah, it. Yeah, we've we'll got be, babies. We'll be right back. A baby. Uh, Gary and Shannon will continue. <laughs> Gary and Shannon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Those garlic fries make me miss football season so badly. Uh, they make me miss toothpaste. Uh, <laughs> it is Thursday. It's March 1st. Thank you, by the way, for joining us. We're live at J.T. Schmidt's in Tustin at the district at Tustin Legacy right uh, next to the, what did you call them, lighter than air, those big hangers that are over there. A beautiful space. An opportunity to come on out and have some lunch. Um, that was great. The nacho, that giant plate of nachos over there was really good. Did you try any of those? You haven't uh, tried those no, yet. No, because your face In was deep into that plate of nachos. <laughs> well, and now Nick is actually putting his arm, he's elbow he's deep in them. the nacho pile. He's actually hugging the nachos. All right. Um, I'm not so judging. We are going to be here to help kick off OC Restaurant Week, which starts on Sunday. And uh, we'll talk more about that as we get into the show. Also, a big announcement for the Gary and Shannon show coming up a little bit later that if you are here, you're going to get a sneak preview of. And like, why you don't make a don't make a frowny face. It's not a bad change is good. I keep telling myself, although it's not at all. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. And um, California came in at the absolute bottom of the barrel when it came to a quality of life survey. Next hour, we're going to talk about why that is. The survey was done by the state of Texas. <laughs> Now, remember that crazy chase that we saw Monday night with the guy who was in the black truck and then he jacks that woman and her brother tries to intervene and be the hero of the day and fails. And so he gets the Audi and then leads police on a chase and he ditches out of that for some reason and starts taking off running. And this guy's fast. He's got wheels, but not as fast as the canine dog as the canine dog. Usually the police canine. Puskas. Puskas. Puskas chased this guy down, clamps down on his arm, and drags him to the ground so that the other officers can come and continue to beat the crap out of him and put some handcuffs on him, and everybody applauded, and everybody went home happy. For one thing, just to give you an update on that guy, this 37-year-old guy, uh, a half dozen felonies and misdemeanors, including assault with a deadly weapon, injuring a police animal, evading while driving recklessly, a chance that this guy, as a third striker... Goes to jail for the rest of his life. I, I think we can all applaud that. I have a question. Yes, go ahead. Uh, why was a guy like this out on a uh, di- diversionary program of some kind? Should ask. Yes. Yes. Uh, I will only say forty nine fifty nine. Uh, sorry, forty seven fifty seven one zero nine. Right. Put the everything mm-hmm. else you just put in your own little file and file it away. All right. Puskas, by the way, is recuperating. Puskas is, I think he's the seven-year-old Dutch shepherd. He's eight. Eight Eight-year-old Dutch shepherd. He looks like he's seven. Uh, Dutch shepherd uh, who took this guy down. Now, in the process of taking him down, though, he busted out a bunch of his teeth. 
Yeah. Which for a dog is embarrassing, right? I mean, I would imagine dogs have take a lot of pride in their dental care. If you've ever had a dog, you know that that's not true. But I think that Puskas was wearing his missing teeth like a badge of honor. I mean, he was the star of the day. He was the hero officer who was able to get this bad guy. You know what? You know who should pay for Puskas' dental work? Jerry Brown. Jerry freaking Brown. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because if Absolutely it wasn't for fine. 4757 109, Puskas wouldn't have to chase down this bad guy. Well, uh, Puskas's handler. Puskas could be playing Frisbee. Was on, was, he'd still play Frisbee. It's just going to slip out of his toothless mouth. Uh, Puskas's handler was on with Conway last night and said that they have received uh, a bunch of donations uh, community wide, whether it's animal hospitals or pet lovers or animal lovers or police officer uh, appreciation. Aficionados is probably the better word, that they've received all kinds of donations to help with Puskas' care uh, going forward. And at this point, he said, they're not going to replace the teeth. It was the smaller of the teeth, not the giant canine teeth, but the smaller of the teeth, and that they don't replace them. They just let him go gummy for a while because he's still got the, you know, the canines and it's, he's got his molars, which is where he's going to get most of the power if he's ever going to chomp down on any more bad guys but that he will return to service, he said, within two or three weeks, which is amazing, considering the, the dog lost his teeth, and he's going to be back at it. So. Because Puskas is a warrior dog. That's right. That's right. All right. We are... What? Uh, Cunning Dental. Oh, that is an opportunity. You are a smart man right there. Got to get John and Ken on the phone. If they put human dentures into the dog's mouth... That would be pretty good. But it's got to be like titanium, s- silver, shiny, something like that. Puskas is going to have those like Hollywood teeth. <laughs> we are, yes. You know, that all the actors have. <laughs> we are at uh, JT Schmidt's in Tustin. Still time for you to come on out and uh, have fun with us. And uh, grab some lunch, grab a beer, whatever it is that you choose. We have stickers. Oh, have you gotten your stickers we have yet? Stickers. If you haven't gotten a sticker, come on by. Come on, get a sticker. When we come back, we'll get into uh, not just the uh, California quality of life, but there was a bad new sheriff's deputy for L.A. County. Talk who was, about embarrassing. This trainee program's a mess. <laughs> he was stealing money from ATMs. Where are they getting these kids? From the ATM steal school, apparently. Gary and Shannon will continue right after this.